Yeah. Yeah. It's your boy, Jay Shine in the building. Frames and Flops, episode five, a year in review. You know what I'm saying? I can't believe I made it this far. Four episodes down. Now we got YouTube trying to trying to pop off with the videos along with the podcast audio. So I'm growing and learning, man. I'm hoping 2022 is going to be way better than 2021. Even though my 2021 was pretty doggone good, you know. I'm blessed and highly favored. But Lord have mercy. Omarion's old funky ass might make things bad. But we'll see. We're just going to have high hopes. I'm just glad that uh, I'm still sticking with it. and Y'all supporting me. I, I truly do appreciate the listens and the feedback. And I'm having fun. This is going to be fun. So this episode is going to be a year in review. What did old Shine play in 2021? And what did he think about it? Was there a lot of flops? Was a lot of stuff some Reggie? Was a lot of stuff some mid? Or was a lot of stuff some fire? Um, I like to air on the side that it was a lot of fire games that I played this year. And whether that be me just trying something new or just kind of sticking to sticking to the script and knowing what I, I like to play. I played a lot of good games this year. And um, I got a list, and we're going to talk about it real briefly. And I don't think this is in any particular order, but I just started jotting them down once I started writing up the podcast and what I want to talk about. So it may it may just so happen to fall in order. But we're going to start with number one, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8. This came out early in the year. This is the sequel to Resident Evil 7, of course. But I say that because it's following that same format when uh, Capcom reinvented Resident Evil with that first-person mode and this kind of new mechanics. And it's, uh, it's, it's true to form. It's dope. I really enjoy playing this game. You got, uh, you know, you get stuck in the village. You at home chilling. And then all of a sudden... All hell breaks loose, and then they throw you in the village where there's some werewolves and ghouls and goblins trying to get you, and you trying to get out and get your baby. Um, it's a whole lot going on. I'm not going to spoil it. My boy Mike T from the Children of the Internet podcast already reviewed this earlier in the year, so y'all go check that out. It's on the same feed. You don't even got to search hard. Just scroll on down on the feed you're listening to and check that review out. There's four bosses that you pretty much go through and get a key in each area. You know, you got Big Lady D uh, with the Big D energy. You got the Fish Man, Montrose is Mont- Montreal or some something, something fool like that, but he's he's weirdo. You got the Doll Lady. Now, that one is, is freaky. Um, she, yeah, she blew my mind. I, I, I let out a, a, a very bitchy scream when I saw what I saw in that in that little house and if you played the game you know what i'm talking about baby 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 oh my um and then you got heisenberg he's the a drunk keanu reeves looking dude scraggly dirty looking got mental powers or something like that and then you got the main boss and she's been right under your nose the whole time and you just didn't know it but yeah you go through each area you kill the bosses you get the key you fight the final boss that's the game, but with a lot of cool stuff going on in between. Um, a lot of cool guns. And out of some Reggie, some mid, and fire, I'm, I gave this one fire off top. 
It, I enjoyed it. I played it all the way through. I'm probably, if I had time, play it again just because it was that good. But we'll see. Also, there is a, uh, a what they call a mercenaries mode. I didn't quite enjoy that. It was kind of, like it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. But maybe they bring some more DLC. I don't know what kind of DLC they'll bring, but it's cool. Next, we got Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Now, this one is a PS5 exclusive. That's where you can play it. Oh, and I played Resident Evil on uh, on PC as well. Um, but Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, only on PS5. Uh, it is amazing. Um, and you might be surprised. I've never in my life played any Ratchet game. I always thought it seemed a little bit too, too kiddy. By the time I uh, by the time those games came out, I just didn't look interesting. It just didn't look interesting to me. It felt a little bit too kiddy. Like that 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 wave had passed me, so I never gave them a chance. But because this game was uh, promoted very well and it's one of the first PS5 exclusives, I said, "Well, I'm gonna give it a try because it look it it looked fun." And sure as shit, it it's a good game. You know, you got amazing amazing guns. Oh, it's so many guns to the point where you forget you got these guns because there's so many to choose from that do different things and feel different. But um, you got you got a lot to choose from and it's fun. And then of course the the whole premise of this game is there's rifts and portals to different dimensions everywhere, and you have the ability to just seamlessly go through portals in different dimensions with no loading. And uh, this is showcasing the the SSD and the PS5. You know, I'm sure this is the first time people have gotten a chance to really experience what an SSD can do. And uh, this is really showing that. So it's definitely, definitely worth a shot if you haven't played that one yet. And also something pretty neat that the PS5 showcases for this game is they have the hints and the cards that you can uh, pull up at the press of a button, your PS button on your controller i actually used those i thought it was a gimmick and i would never use those but i did use those to kind of keep track of what i've uh, collected in certain stages and uh if i couldn't find a gold boat i i looked at the little uh the little clip it's pretty cool so definitely check that one out of course you can probably already tell i gave this one some, it, it's some fire i i was this is my first entry into the series and it didn't disappoint so if they bring some more out, I'm definitely going to check those out. Next, we're going to talk about Outriders. <laughs> oh, man. This one is uh, it's interesting. And I'm definitely going to give this one a full review because I'm not done with it. I'm done with it, but I ain't done with it. Uh, and I think it deserves a, a, a thorough review. This one launched early in the year around April. Yeah, end of April or early May, and it launched in a hell of a state. <laughs> I was very hyped for it because they did a damn good job with their promo. They was taking shots at other looter shooters because this is a looter shooter game, and at the time, I was getting pretty jaded with the looter shooter. I was playing mainly Destiny. They were pretty much taking jabs, and I, I bought in, and it launched all janky. Uh, server load was horrible now granted that's pretty much happening with every big online game nowadays is you know 
if a lot of people decide to play, servers just can't handle it. So you either end up in a queue or you just can't get in at all. So it could have been better, but I'm not going to hold that one too much against them. It was a couple of days now. That was a little bit longer, but I understand. And then um, they had big bugs, uh, inventory wipes, so people would log in and they would see their character just in their draws, dog. Like, come on, man. Y'all got to do better than that. Uh, but, yeah. But they 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 owned up to the mistakes, owned up to the bugs. They gave a lot of things um, as far as appreciation packs, what they call them, the way you logged in and you got some good uh, legendary loot. Most people got their inventories restored. Just recently, they uh, had a very very nice quality of life improvement. And man, I could I could start to ramble on. Because they did a lot of good damn things that I wish so many other looter shooters would do, man. Transmog is completely free. Uh, you can look like any person you want to want to in the game and not <laughs> be charged any money, whether real life or in-game currency. Yes, man, that's how it should be, Bungie. Um, you know, they got better connections so you can log in and play with people. We just got to get more people playing. Um, the loot drops, they increase those, so you just start getting loot. It's dope, man. But really, this game is a looter shooter, like I've been saying. And you uh, you got four different classes that you can play with. A Devastator, which is kind of a ground-and-pound, earth-rock-type person. You got a Pyromancer uh, that shoots fire. You got a Technomancer that's shooting. You can spawn guns and poison and stuff. And then you got the Trickster that's kind of fast and can slow down time and do all kind of crazy stuff with their bullets too and uh it, it synergizes as well and it's, i'm starting to ramble but man it's it's a damn good game and i'm gonna give it a, a nice review so i'm gonna give this one two ratings at launch it was high key a flop it was high key a flop it was some reggie at launch um but now I say it's on the cusp of being some fire. I still, I'm still gonna say it's a mid because not enough people are really playing to to make it as fun as it could be. But they do have DLC planned. Like I said, they just dropped some more free content for everyone, so it's on the cusp of being some fire. It's some good grade mid right now. But um, give that one a try. It's man, you can get it for dirt cheap right now. It's either, it's on Game Pass. Or you can get a CD key on PC and get it for seven bucks. I think PlayStation usually has it on sale for like twenty dollars, fifteen dollars. Give it a try, man, and, and holler at your boy. I'll, I'll rock with you. I'll play with you. It's it's that good. I enjoy it. So moving right along, we got Guardians of the Galaxy. Now this is actually the very first game that I uh, that I reviewed for y'all on Frames and Flops, the the introductory episode. Guardians of the Galaxy, and y'all already know how I feel about that one. It's it's dope. Uh, it's like playing a movie. The characters, the actors, the voice actors—they did a great job, almost better than the damn people in the MCU, if you ask me. Uh, it, it felt a little bit drawn out at times. My boy Mikey—he's the type of guy that he'll watch some. Uh, he'll watch gameplay, and then I'll end up using him as being my gauge of where I am in in the game. So I'll text him. And say, hey man, I just did this. Where how much more of the game I got left? And he said, Oh man, you 
you you are far. You you still got ways to go, man. But other than that, it's it's a damn good game. Like I said, and that's on sale. I've seen today too for twenty nine dollars or twenty dollars. Definitely, definitely, definitely worth the money. Check it out. Also, check out the first episode of Frames and Flops on all streaming platforms that you listen to podcasts. So, and you'll get a full review. And I gave that some fire. That that's that definitely was some good. That was that good good. Now, the last game we're going to talk about real briefly is the Halo Infinite campaign and multiplayer. Uh, I I just did my last review on this game. Y'all know how I feel about that as well. Go check that out. Halo's back. You got a, a campaign. It's fun to play. Good gunplay. The enemy AI is top of the line. I, I've never, I've never really experienced AI like this except for maybe one or two other games. Um, and I said the, the guns feel good. The story, yeah. Multiplayer. I, I, I want to actually get back into the multiplayer. I played it a, a few hours. I never really uh, got too deep in it, but uh, it's it's cool. Um, it's some things, it's some issues as far as the the monetization model and the grind that you got to do to just to get some simple stuff. And some people complain about the uh, grenade ability spam I'm seeing a lot. I don't like the TTK. Coming from Destiny, it's uh it's slow, but hey, it's 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 good. So I'm not saying it's trash. It's not a flop, for sure. But I gave Halo Infinite a mid rating. It's a mid. It's some good mid, but it's mid nonetheless. Now I'm surprised that I've gotten through this this quick. <laughs> I actually uh, thought I was going to spend more time, but I, I you know, I, I want to keep true to my promise to y'all and not just ramble on. I want to be quick, concise, to the point, direct, all those adjectives. I have some honorable mentions. So since I'm still kind of some ways from the 30-minute mark, I'll go ahead and, and mention those real quick because I when I started, I actually didn't want to do it again because I don't have all the gameplay footage from these games. But I'll be cool and just tell y'all something. Some of the other things that I played and not really finished. Far Cry 6. Uh, if you like Far Cry, it's more Far Cry. Uh, open world. Just now you can choose your character, male or female. And you got a backpack that can shoot rockets or EMPs. Uh, put it like this. I got four hours in the game and I'm only 12% cleared. So that goes to show you it's a lot of just doing stuff. Very samey. But it it's something kind of cool to play modestly, I say. Uh, but so far, I'm giving that some mid. But it's, you know, it's Far Cry. So if you like Far Cry, play it. If you don't, don't waste your time because it's going to be more of the same. It's not nothing different. And this one might shock y'all. Jurassic Evolution, Jurassic World Evolution. Now, this was one of the first, uh, <laughs> the first games I bought when I built my PC because I was thinking, I don't want to become a PC main. I'm going to stick with console. 
and I'm going to use my PC mainly for the um, the strategy games and the sim games and things like that. So I'm just kind of pointing and clicking and using my keyboard and mouse and I'm not using the controller and getting too involved and invested in the PC and look at my list. Everything that I mentioned in this in this podcast so far has been played on PC except for Ratchet and Clank just because that's a PS5 exclusive. So that goes to show you PC is the shit. But anywho, Jurassic World Evolution is a pretty fun game. If you like those sim strategy games, you pretty much have been uh, appointed someone to run one of the parks for the Jurassic World or Jurassic Park brand. You got to build the cages for your for your for your dinosaurs. You got to send researchers out to go get DNA and bring them back to the lab and everything costs money and you got to, you know, sell concessions and merchandise and then you got to make sure your animals don't eat each other or that your carnivores like your T-Rex and your velociraptors or whatnot that they don't break out and start going crazy in the park and eating people because even your your herbivores they'll break loose they may not eat the people but they'll they'll you know scare people injure people so you got to send rangers out to put them down and then bring them back to the to the pen you got to repair the pen so it's pretty cool man i I ain't gonna lie, and you can actually play that on, I think, on console too. And they just released the uh, Jurassic World Evolution two, and I might get that, but we'll see. And there's another one that I played. Honorable mention is Hades. Now I played this on Switch and PC. I have never really played these roguelike games. I honestly still I'm kind of not sure on what the definition is of a roguelike, but this is that. I, I'm not a fan of you got to beat the game in one run. I like saving. I've been spoiled. You do actually get some progress, so it does help you over time. If you know you just keep dying, and I've never gotten to the boss. I I probably haven't gotten to the maybe two bosses. The last boss I think I, the farthest I ever got was the uh, the big snake monster. That's as far as I can get, and I haven't put the time in to try to get better, but it's fun. It's a fun game. It's it's a good introduction to roguelikes, and maybe you might start playing it and enjoy it. It's, it's a very good game. It's a cool story. It's about kind of Greek mythology. Hades' son, Zagiris, he's trying to get out of hell, essentially, and you got to go through some of the, the creatures that Hades has set up and some of the other demigods so it's it's a it's a pretty cool game and i recommend it i'm gonna give that one i give that some some fire it's actually a very good game in jurassic world i didn't rate that one i don't think i played enough to really rate it but it's a fun game those are my honorable mentions and i'll just send i'm just freestyling right now i'll say destiny 2 of course um, i'm just addicted to it and i have a good clan that i play with and Exodus Blue, shout out to y'all. They've done a lot better with the storytelling, so I give them credit for that. And I hope Witch Queen doesn't disappoint. So, what's popping in the news? This is the end of the year. Ain't too much news going on right now. So, I don't have nothing groundbreaking, but I did find out that they are really getting the Metroid Prime 4 starting to develop and get popping. 
Still no release date, but I'm excited for that because I love the Metroid Prime series. Uh, when I got my GameCube back in the day, that was one of the first games I got. So I, I hope that uh, they have a release date soon so I can get that. Next, uh, Battlefield 2042. EA announced that they are creating a, a universe of the different developers like DICE and some other people that have worked on that game to really fix it because as i mentioned a couple episodes ago it released with a lot of bugs a lot of issues and they want to do right since i guess that's uh that's going to be there they're they're trying to really compete with call of duty because they really haven't lately so they're trying to create a a universe per se to really cater to that game and to the to the to the consumers us the players so that's something to, to look out for and read more into <clears throat> And the last one is more like a P PSA and something that kind of blew my mind. I didn't realize this was this was happening. But I saw from a PC mag an article that people have been sending out letters, official looking letters from quote unquote Best Buy and saying that, hey, you've uh, since you shop with us so much, we're giving you a $50 gift card, but you can only buy things off the list on this a included thumb drive so they send a letter out with a thumb drive and with the, if you put the thumb drive in it pretty much takes over your keyboard and mouse and then starts putting in malware and taking over your your pc your laptop and that's pretty i mean it's it's jacked up but that's pretty damn man that's that's sophisticated to me that that's just blowing my mind that people can do that man these damn i'll tell you boy, these computers this technology it's a blessing and a curse because it's so easy to get get ripped off and caught up in some nonsense just because you, you know, weren't none the wiser. So warn your parents, warn your uncles, your aunties, your grands, or whoever else in your life that is very technologically illiterate. Don't just be putting random thumb drives in their computer. That was a cool bit of news and a PSA from Frames and Flops. Now, on to the memory. We're doing real good with time. I want to talk about, since it's the year end, the biggest thing I've done this year in gaming. And that was build my PC. I've told y'all the specs before, but I, I guess I want to talk about the experience of doing it and why I did it. Uh, my wife actually built a PC in 2019. Uh, just a nice little little pc that she can use and and look look pretty have some little rgb in it and all that good stuff and i i wasn't interested because i'm thinking i don't want to build no pc i'm a i'm a i'm a console gamer that's what that's console life ps5 xbox i'm not playing on no computer i'm too invested in in psn and and all that good stuff because that's where all my games are on the playstation network but the more and more I kind of started understanding tech and understanding what the next-gen consoles were doing as far as the PS5 and the Series X, it's essentially um, simplified you know, PC rigs with the SSD, the type of graphics card, um, the, pro you know, the, the processor. It's, a it's AMD architecture. So I'm thinking, damn, man, it's... I keep hearing about how modular and upgradable, you know, when you build your own PC is pretty much if you get some of the 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 components that are very good and future proof 
essentially you can easily just upgrade it and not have to buy a whole new system now granted some of these dang on parts especially now they cost more or close to or sometimes double than what a console costs just because of the chip shortage and all that good stuff and uh, other issues but it's a it's a hell of an experience and i do recommend doing this if you really want that type of functionality so i uh i spent a lot a lot of time watching youtube videos because i was scared i was gonna break something and i didn't understand you know all these little intricate parts but it's really not that deep because the intricate parts are pretty much already built you just plug and play you just got to do it in a specific order and make sure that everything is going to fit and that every, all your components could, will able will talk together the right way um, you just can't put a certain chip with a certain motherboard or a certain graphics card with a certain chip and expect you know this type of performance you really got to understand the part you're getting and what type of performance you're looking for that's really the hardest part is trying to understand hey I want my system to do this. What parts do I need? And pricing them and, and just assembling them, essentially. I mean, if you can build if you can build some furniture from IKEA, you can build a PC. You just need to make sure you get the right spec parts. That's it. So it took me a good month and a half to really get everything as I, I bought my case. You can go to PCPartPicker.com, uh, too, and that's that's a great tool to help you understand what you need and what's what's going to work with what. So I've got my my uh, my power source. I got my case. I got my RAM. Uh, no, I didn't get the RAM. I got uh, yeah, I just got the case, the power source, the motherboard, and CPU. And then from there, you know, that's pretty much the heart of it. After a while, I spent some time trying to trying to find a graphics card and the RAM that I wanted for what I thought I was going to get. So initially, I had a Radeon RX 580, which is a, a decent graphics card for today's standards, but it's not <clears throat> top of the line by by any stretch of the imagination. But you can get some good 1080p, 60, 80 frame type of gaming going on with that. And I had that for a while. And once I once I got playing and got everything set up and you got Windows installed on my SSD and got an extra um, a hard disk drive to store the games and I started playing on it and noticing the frames and the clarity with my monitor, my setup. I'm like, man, I really want something better. And this is where it comes in the you know you're able. It's modular. You can upgrade whenever you want. I I I scoured. I put my name and drawings uh, from Newegg and from AMD and other um, aftermarket companies to try because they were doing a lot of drawings. Put your name in and you, they call your name and you get a chance to buy buy one of the newer cards at market price. Just wasn't working for me, but I uh, I I staying up late, stressing myself, not doing work at work, looking online trying to find a PC at market price that's somewhat close to it. But I just ended up caving and, and buying a uh, Radeon RX 6800 uh, from Power Color Red Dragon. And that cost a little bit more than what I want to say, but it's been well worth it. The frames that I can get, the, the resolution, 
all the teraflops. It's it's been great. So the next thing I'm the next thing I'm probably going to do is eventually uh, get another motherboard and CPU because I got all the RAM, but I my CPU is uh, Ryzen Ryzen five thirty six hundred. Uh, so that's a maybe a generation or two behind of what's out now. I want to upgrade that eventually, and my motherboard because my case has a USB C port, but my motherboard doesn't have a USB C uh, input, so I, I'm not able to use that port on my case, unfortunately. But for the most part, it does what it what I needed to do, and it's fast. It it's powerful, so it's it's been fun. Uh, I'll I'll have some pictures that y'all can see of my my uh my setup, my rig, and um that's my memory of the week. Uh, you know, well, memory of the year for 2021. My best gaming memory was building my PC, and hopefully, prices kind of stable. You get stable, stabilized, and y'all y'all look into it. And if you really want to, just hit me up. Um, I'll I'll be glad to to help help you source some parts as far as i ain't paying for it but i'll help you figure out where you need to go uh and what 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 you should get with your budget and it'll be cool i promise you and it's not hard all, all you, you can look on a youtube look at a youtube video a five seven ten minute video and so many of the the great content creators they'll they'll walk you through it and here we are the end of 2021 frames and flops episode five I, I really hope y'all keep listening and giving me feedback and I'm going to keep getting better with it. I, I say that every week because I really mean it. This is this is a passion project for me and I'm doing this because I, I love gaming. I really do. And shout out to everyone. Cody, Byron, Michael, Exodus Blue, everyone. There's so many people I can't, I can't shout everybody out, but y'all know who y'all are. Um, I haven't been playing with y'all as much lately because I've been doing so much, but for sure, for sure, it's, it's coming. I promise you. We're going to get ready for Witch Queen. My boys from Arcade, all y'all know who y'all are. Stay in the Discord, chatting it up. I don't, we don't game as much as we used to either. Everyone, you know, got grown people problems doing grown people things, but we're we going we gonna to have some sessions again. And uh, my baby boo for holding me down, supporting me. Everyone that that listens, that you find this podcast, I hope I uh, hope y'all find this in good spirits and that y'all happy and healthy and stay safe out there. See you in 2022. Later. Thank you all for tuning in to Frames and Flops. Bye bye. <laughs>